What you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. guys, welcome back to the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Renata. And I'm Sanch. And we're here to talk about all things 80s, as usual. Um, we're probably just going to get ahead of ourselves and probably just talk so much to the point where we're just going to have not enough time to talk about our main concern, which is the movie that everyone's all excited about. We've been posting it on Instagram. You want to tell us what the movie is, Sanch? Yeah, I just had to put the volume down because you sounded extremely like that. Maybe, I mean, it was the mic, so I put it down because I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to... You know, the mic is all over here, too. <laughs> no, 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 it was me. I had the volume too loud. Um, oh, but we are going to be doing a very special episode today. It's the one, the only... I itched you with the movie that we're doing, nerd. I know, I know, I know. I was. So I got to say it? <laughs> no, no, you don't have to say it. No, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing an awesome movie today. All right, we're doing Howard the Duck. Yay! No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, Howard the Duck. No, no, no. We're going to be doing one of... It, it's one of those movies that whenever you ask people, what is their top favorite 80s movie, you know? it's This is always in their top five. Usually, it's always it tends to be their number one. And tonight, I mean today, or whatever, afternoon, we are doing The Goonies.
Oh yeah. Yay. But Truffle of course, truffles all day. Yeah. But of course, before we get into the Goonies, there's always that opportunity where we give back some awesomeness to the fans. So let's do some shout outs. <laughs> Hey, you guys, welcome back to the 88 Miles Per Hour podcast, episode 11. I am your host, Renata. And I'm Sanch. And we're here to talk about all things 80s, as usual. Um, we're probably just going to get ahead of ourselves and probably just talk so much to the point where we're just going to have not enough time to talk about our main concern, which is the movie that everyone's all excited about. We've been posting it on Instagram. You want to tell us what the movie is, Sanch? Yeah, I just had to put the volume down because you sounded extremely like loud. Maybe, I mean, it was the mic, so I put it down because I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to... You know, the mic is all the way over here, too. <laughs> no, 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 it was me. I had the volume too loud. Um, oh, but we are going to be doing a very special episode today. It's the one, the only. You, being a dork, answered, oh yeah, you know...
You're gonna live with me now. I'm gonna take care of you. Cause I love you. Hey guys, welcome back hey, to the Hey bastard, give your, I, I just said, like you gotta give yourself a countdown. You just said one, two, three, four, three, seven, eight, Yeah, eight. I was doing that to press record, not to record actually, like, <laughs> I hit record. <laughs> Alright, go ahead, go. Now? Yeah, go ahead. Alright guys, welcome back to the 88 miles per hour podcast, episode 8. I am your better host of this lovely podcast. My name is Renata. And the worst host, fans, <laughs> or co-host, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> who cares. We always do that. Yeah. We Yay! always mess each other up. Yes, But up. this episode, we are going to be, it's like our last episode of... Of our love series. Yeah, our love series. Anything that has to do with kissy things and hugs yeah. and hearts and lovey-dovey stuff. Yeah, all yeah. that good stuff. And, and, and last week, or late last week, um, or actually it was earlier this week, right? No, 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 we're in the middle of the week. Whatever. I scared the hell out of Renata because I was just like, all right, so what's the movie going to be for our last episode? And she's like, what? I liked episode no! Like, all freaking out. I'm like, no, they're not our last episode. Like, our last episode of the series, because this was a series. We did a series over the month of February, the love series. And, you know, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, and then she told me the movie. So, yeah, she, uh, I scared her. Sorry, yeah, that noise you hear is because I'm moving the microphone aside so that you can... I could talk better and pick me up. Okay, there we go. Hello? No, so hear you better. You don't want to see your face, stupid. <laughs> All right, there we go. I can hear myself better, and the audio's good. All right, anyways. Okay, so yeah, so this is our, our final episode of our love series of the month of February. Uh, we'll usually do series. I'd actually, next month, we, we have another series, um, and that would go right into our shout-outs, actually. So let's... Let's take it away. It's time for some shout-outs. Fans. Okay. It has nothing to do with Instagram. Well, actually, he is a person that's been following us on Instagram, but he is a long-lost friend that I have found in college, and I haven't talked to him forever. He's He was um, a friend that I knew uh, during my karate days. I'm actually a black belt. Woohoo! I had, like, you know... Liar. Yeah, I had this Mr. Miyagi skills. I did the wax on, wax on. Yeah, thing. we'll be posting that footage <laughs> soon. But um, he told me that he watches the show. He tells all his friends about it. He says his favorite episode was the Back to the Future episode, which I was laughing because I said, oh, it was like, that's a classic. So that was one of our first episodes. Was that, no, was that like our first or second episode? Oh, which like, one? Oh, I think it was our third episode, Twin Pines Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third episode is the Back to the Future episode. Yeah, the third one was the Back to the Future episode. and Technically, you know, it's four because part two was two parts, you know? So if people want to get technical, like the math people, wait, no, because actually you did what? Two and You know, so, but in actually, our... He's a, he's a math geek. He's a genius. Oh, really? Yeah, he's studying to be like a mathematician. Oh, watch out. Yeah. That, that guy I rocks, know. then. 
but good for you. So this shout out goes to Dave, Dave Paladora. You yeah, know, Paladora. You are amazing, and you are funny. You are awesome. Thanks for shouting out us and spreading the word. And that's my big shout out. But Sand, you probably have a couple more shout outs to talk about or give out. Yeah, uh, actually, I do have a shout out because I want to say. Um, there's a, well, first off, there's been a lot of love on our Instagram. Like, you know, I'll, I'll usually, you know, I'll, I'll post a picture and stuff. Like, the, um, the like, just random geeky images that, that I post. And, like, it's just, honestly, people just start jumping in. And then, you know, Renata has, um, she usually posts stuff that relates to the show. Like, uh, like little teasers and stuff. And then we get people talking. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, and, it, and it's awesome, but uh, I know, um, Christ, I, I actually got a, <laughs> I'm an idiot, I should have looked her up, oh, Christ, we have a lot of followers now, I just looked at it, damn it, Renata, you haven't been following these people, I told you, when people like our image, just follow them, <laughs> oh. there's like, all these followers are in blue, and you haven't even liked, uh, well, I, I put Renata in charge of following the Instagram page, but she ain't doing her damn job, I'm gonna have to oh. fire her. Get out of here, Renata. Well, anyways, last week, uh, I want to give out a shout-out to, what was it, Mystical, what is it? Magical. Magical, Mystical, Misty, right? Yeah. Yeah, Magical, Mystical, oh, Miz, I'm sorry. Uh, I guess Beverly Junebug, it says it right there, because she gave us a shout-out on her Facebook. I actually happened to notice that because I got a notification on the Facebook that someone, you know, shared your thing. I was like... And I was like, are your page? I was like, what? And then when I look and I saw it was her. So I was like, oh, cool. And then I just added her because I was like, oh, all right, awesome. Um, and, yeah, so she's going off, you know, from Instagram and, and giving us a shout out. So that's why. So, uh, you know, we we honestly, we're ones that we love our fans. Like, we we appreciate the love that you guys give us. And that's the thing. Like, we give our love back. Like, we, we appreciate everything because without you guys, there wouldn't really be a show because then at that point, if no one listened, it would just be me and Renata being like any other day, just yapping away just to each other. But with having people caring about what we have to say, it, it, it's awesome. So that's why we want to give our love back to you guys. So as the show as the show goes on, um, well, yeah, as the show goes on, the podcast goes on, we'll be doing a little special things for our fans, like, you know, probably having uh, most likely contests, uh, things like that, that we could... Uh, you know, so it, it, so it's like us to give back. I mean, who knows? You know, um, it's just things things as it continues to grow with the fans. You know, there might be special things. I mean, hopefully, you know, in time we're actually currently uh, working on an idea to create a like a, a sticker for for us. Uh, so yeah, so so you uh, you know things are happening where we could ha- you know give to our fans back you know and stuff like that. So yeah, so. And also, we love your guys' input. So that's why I want to give out the last shout-out goes to, who is it? Uh, I think it was Il, what, Il Latino or something like that, right? What was his, what was his name? Like, Il Tino. Yeah, Il Tino. Yeah, Il Tino. The, the reason why I'm giving him a shout-out, because he gave me the idea for next month's uh, episode series. He, he he had requested, like, hey, you guys should do RoboCop uh, because of the new movie being released, you know. they And then I was like, you know what? I had an idea. So I had talked to Renata. So next week, we're only giving you the first movie of the week. Um, oh, Christ, that was like a Facebook. <laughs> it just popped up. Anyways, we're going to be doing movies that were remade currently. 
Now, we're not going to talk about the RoboCop remake. No, this isn't the podcast to listen to. To talk. Oh, Christ, I, I better should. I should probably just turn off Facebook. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn off Facebook because then if not, anytime I get a message, it's going to pop up. Okay, so what we're going to do is if the movie was released in the 80s, but they did a remake later on, we're going to do that. So the first movie we're doing for the first week of March is RoboCop. All this is all for our fans, and this is how you said we give back for our fans. So, um, Renata, have you? I mean, maybe you saw it long ago, but have you ever watched RoboCop? Yeah, yeah, here and there. Yeah, here and there. See, so it would be good for you to rewatch, recatch up, because you don't. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but you don't come off like that. The action. 80s movies, right? Okay, so this is going to be perfect because... Like, the only action movie that I have to honestly say, I mean, if it's even considered action, is, like, Beverly Hills Cop. Like, that's, like, the most. Yeah, it's an action comedy, you know? It, it yeah. is. It's, it's action, but it's more comedy, whereas to RoboCop, it's just a serious... Typical... Like, Lethal Weapon. Like, yeah. Like well, just... Lethal Weapon, I think... I would categorize that with... Um, well, you just said Beverly Hills Cop because there is comedic it's moments. Like cops <laughs> yeah, there are cop movies, you know, a RoboCop, you know. I feel like I should watch RoboCop since I've seen those two, but yeah. But see, RoboCop is like hopefully the version you watch, you know, um, is the the un unrated version because that's the one I'm I'm going to talk about. But yeah, so that's why I said our fan suggested a movie. We thought it worked out. He gave us. Uh, it, it helped us build an idea. So, yeah, so that's the first movie we're going to say. And the, the the remaining three movies of the month will be movies that were remade later in time. So you could probably already start guessing, like, huh, I'm like, I wonder what movie they're going to do. So, yeah, so so the, so there we have it. So there's our shout-outs. All right, Renato, well, I'm going to take it away for you because this is your moment, your time. Um, anyways, just go ahead. Take it away. Um... Pretty much, I I didn't want to really get into the whole fashion uh, beat thing because um, really, I pretty much said a good deal about what the spring holds. You know, I could give a wrap-up if you didn't hear the last episode and you're just checking in now. Basically, when it comes to fashion, I mostly, what, what I do is I take things from the 80s and I things that are, like, today now that, like, are in style, like, there's a twist. Like, like it's a mixture of, like, what happened in the 80s and then they're putting it in today's style, which I think is pretty cool. Then again, from my mother, the 80s was the most horrible style in the universe. She's <laughs> but, wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I, I honestly think that, like, she's wrong in a sense because she mostly just looks at women that dress like Madonna. And I guess she was around a lot of women like that. But then again, that was the more, like commercialized 80s like you know like if, like on halloween you're gonna like do the whole madonna look if you're gonna dress up like an 80s person like there was much more casual looks and you know but uh well the one thing that i did talk about in the last episode was for the spring like in the 80s there was a lot of pastel colors like you know there was like oh like SH wait are, are you gonna repeat all everything that you no, said I'm in just, last I'm, episode i'm just giving a short thing because i said if they didn't listen to last week's episode i'm gonna shorten it up and well, then wouldn't gonna... you want them just to listen to last week's episode instead of repeating because what if every people who have listened to last week's episode are re are hearing a repeat shouldn't you well, just say go listen to the last episode to I, I you don't sound like that but i mean you should be like hey listen to last week's episode to get my fashion so you can't have people have a reason to go listen to it 
All right, fans, I'm sorry. Sanchez right, in a sense. I was just trying to be nice and just trying to give you a little update. <laughs> I mean, like, because, I mean, I really didn't have no fashion prepared for today. So that was a boo on my part. But I will have some more fashion tips for you next. But week. what you did do was was good, though, because you gave an explanation of what your segment is. So for new listeners, say this is their first time listening, they at least have an idea of what you do. So they can be like, oh, I want to hear her fashion beats for the previous episodes. And it gets them to go back and listen to the previous episodes. You know, yeah, so exactly. what you did was good. It's just repeating what you said in previous episodes. You don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. But he's right. I guess I'm sort of a little, like, I guess if I was a teacher, I would be a really bad teacher. I would just give the kids the answers if they asked for them. <laughs> like, you know, I would be like, well, study again. Look at the chapters. And, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, Christ. I'm sorry. We should. Another shout out, man, to Andrew Bird. Oh, Andrew. Oh, my God. Is it Bird? Is it Bird? That's his last name, right? Bird? Yeah, B-Y-R-D. Yeah. He had us on his show, A Man and His Pod with Andrew Bird. That's his podcast. He had us on. I think it's already uploaded on Monday. Um, yeah, man. Of course. That was a shout out. We forgot. But I, it's because I just saw it. Uh, I'm on our Instagram. I just have it open. And I saw his face. I was like, oh, duh. So he invited us to be on his podcast. It's actually more of a... A personal podcast because we actually talked a lot about our lives more than the show, you know. So it was, it was a good it was a good episode. Um, I haven't we're listened. On Renata type of deal. It was more like taking Renata from her lovely self to her awkward moments to everything. I mean, it's not it wasn't all about me, but like it was more picking on me, I should say. So if you want to see me get picked yeah. on, <laughs> I guess it, it's eighty eight miles per hour. Minus all the 80s stuff. Because, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I picked on her. I mean, she, you know, we, we made fun of her at one point. She assumed that Disney one created. Point, uh, excuse me, one point? There no, was, no, no, no. I, I'm saying at one point, I'm saying one of the points that you, where we made fun of you, because there was a lot, but I'm saying one of them was where you, you believe Disney created all the stories. And we're like, no, there's a girl from the Brothers Grimm, nerd. And you're like, what? You know, and. You got all sad, and then you... I mean, I knew some stories were by different authors, but most of them, like, were just... Yeah, you thought they were Disney, and then that's when you are like, Dad! You lied to me! You got all sad. I did. But I yeah. ran for help. All right. Well, anyways, okay, so continue going. Yeah, but um, really quick, Andrew, you're awesome, and if, you, if there's ever a time and place where we would like a host for the 8 Miles Per Hour podcast, you're more than welcome to, but we'll get into more of that later. Um, yeah, so Wait, with host? the 8... What? What do you mean? Like, he'll he'll be a host of the show and we'll be gone? So he, no. takes, he takes like, over the show? Man, and, like, be a part of it for an episode. Oh, uh, like as a guest. As a guest. Oh, I thought you made it seem like we're going to, the, the show's changing. We're going to be gone and he's going to run it. Me and Andrew were talking about it and we were thinking that maybe you just weren't the right guy host for the show. And we were, like, thinking, oh, maybe we'll find some way to get rid of it. Yeah, Renata's <laughs> plotting a bunch of stuff now. She's been talking to Andrew a lot lately, so... That's why, and I don't even know what's going on. So pretty soon, this might be this might be my last episode. So yeah. No, whatever. Sanchez is an amazing host, and he mm-hmm. is the best. The best. And she don't even talk to me anymore. She talks to Andrew all the time now. So there you go. <laughs> yes, I talk to Andrew twenty four seven, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, my new best friend. And then she calls me Andrew all the time by accident. I was like, what? 
Now you're just bullshitting. <laughs> All right. Well, so the other stuff was true, but this was BS. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was joking, but I guess it's true. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my final episode. I'm going to give you a farewell. This is, I'm going to go out in style. <laughs> we weren't going to announce this now. Like, you're planning on doing it in a later episode. Yeah. It's like your old podcast where you guys had a guest and someone's like, you know what? You should get rid of Renata. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. She meets someone else from another podcast, and they're like, hey, let's get rid of Sanch. I was like, what the hell? So, yeah, so yeah, this is my last yeah. episode, everybody. Anyways, go on, Renats. <laughs> I don't even know if I can go on. But, um, yeah, so with the going back to, like, I don't have any 80s fashion for you, but, like, if you check out the latest episode, not this one, but if you check out last week's episode, um, episode 7, you will hear all about all the fashion that's going on at the time. Yes. But my main concern um, that I think I was discussing, I was discussing with um, Sanch earlier on in the week was the idea of little arcade games in, you know, your 7-Elevens and, you know, well, if you're from Pennsylvania or like, you know, Southern New Jersey, there was, there's Wawa's. And if you don't know what a Wawa is, because I know Sanch was very like, what's a Wawa? Like, yeah. what is it? Because we don't have them over here in Southern California. There ain't no Wawa. And how you spell Wawa is W-A-W-A. And Wawa. it has, like, a little bird symbol. We have wa- Waba. Waba Grill. That's where you could go get a bowl with rice and meat. Oh, yeah. No one wants to hear that. <laughs> That's good. People like that place. This is actually a pretty popular place called Waba Grill. <laughs> I like going there. It's good. You could get a bowl with rice, some chicken or meat. You know, put teriyaki sauce on it. Mm, it's so good. The Waba Grill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not sponsored by them, but maybe Waba, come on. You know? <laughs> you know, Waba, you know, Brothers, I mean, oh, oh Christ, 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, sponsored by Waba Grill. awesome if we were, like, sponsored by Waba or 7-Eleven. Yeah, I imagine that. They're all over the place. Anyways, go on. But anyway, so, yeah, the, the Waba is, like, a Waba is basically, like, a 7-Eleven, but better. Like, you... I mean, it's it's a little food market. You can get, like, all types of snacks and drinks, and you can have hoagies and hot meals there. But you just order it off, like, a little computer screen. You can have milkshakes. But I'm not here promoting Wawa. Getting back, I, I like to ramble on. But basically, like, arcade games from back in the 80s. Like, you know, you would put in a quarter, and then you would play the game for how many times, well, for how many times that, you know, you either lose. Because <laughs> yeah. they were, like... They were really fast, the games, too. Like, you know, just, like, the easiest, like, little thing. You would just, like, die. What? You know what I mean? Wait, yeah, well, I mean, if you sucked, probably. <laughs> of well, course you would die. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, you're, it's just hilarious. You're like, you know, you die pretty quick, you know. You put a quarter and you just die real. I'm like, no, you don't die real fast. Unless you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> of course you're going to die fast. But I don't know. I mean... Then again, I don't know. It's just fine. Okay, continue going. I'm just ragging on you. I mean, she's getting rid of me, so I have the freedom to rag on her. <laughs> yeah, like, there was, um... I mean, I'm not from the 80s, but, like, at the time, I think around the early... No. Mid or late 90s, they were still having a couple arcade games inside, like, the 7-Elevens and Wawa's, so you would play them and you know you would or like you know you would just put in a quarter and and they were there was a lot in bars too like um little corner bars too they had a lot of arcade games did your dad have an arcade yeah. uh-huh what he was had, it 
Yeah, like the five cards, five card thing where like um, it was poker. It was poker machines. And he still has, I think he still has one poker machine too. Uh, when he worked at like this other bar, but he wasn't a, a owner at the time. Yeah. There was like pinball machines and a lot of, ver- a lot of very like, like good quality pinball machines. Not like the ones that you buy at Toys R Us where like you just put together. Yeah. Like these are like great quality machines. Oh, right on. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it was really great too and then like they evolved into like little screens like playing games like there was this monster game where like you, there's like all these blocks and however like there has to be like four colors alike and you just press them and then as the monsters fall into the little ditch it's how many points you know, yeah it's... but arcade games that were very popular in the 80s was um Dig Dug which was in 1982 yeah um, Defender, uh, 1980. Yeah. Uh, Burger Time, 1980s. Oh, Burger Time, love that game. <laughs> Commando, 1980. Oh, dude, that. Ah, oh. all right, keep going. Uh, Donkey Kong. Ah, uh, of course. Of course, that was 1981. I can go on. Duck Hunt, 1984. I played Duck Hunt. That was one of my things that I played. Yeah. Kung Fu. Oh, Kung Fu is great. <laughs> Kung Fu, dude. Oh, dude. Okay, wait. Kung Fu. That's the one where... Right? Is it? I'm going to look... Keep going. I'm going to look it up. Kung Fu. Okay. Paperboy, 1984. Oh, dude. Hard Popeye. Do you remember Popeye? Uh, yeah. Because Popeye was actually more like a, a, a rip-off of Donkey Kong, though. Kind of, yeah. You could, the same structure was the same and how you played it. Uh, Sonic. Well, that was more 1991. That we're going a little too... Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Well, don't read off Sonic. That's 90s, dude. No, that's why I said I, I, I stopped myself. I said, oh, that was 90s. <laughs> it's like you're just uh, reading, not even paying attention. I am paying attention. No, meaning you're just reading it and not realizing you're like, oops. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers, of course, 1985. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Kung Fu. Oh, is it? No, I have Kung was Fu Mastered. Was Wreck-It Ralph, was that... 80s? Well, yeah. Uh, Ralph, yeah. No, not Record Ralph, but Fix It Felix, Fix Fix it Felix it. Jr. Yeah, that, I mean, I never played it. I just <laughs> watched the movie. I thought that's what it was called. All right. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is moments where my, my co-host at times is doesn't really... I like to rag on her, okay? <laughs> and we, like, that's my favorite part of, like... Like, well, we're friends. That's why I say I feel like like a little sister, at, you know, like, because I rag on her. All right, here we go, Renata. Wreck-It Ralph isn't a real video game. All right, okay, we get it. <laughs> it was, it's fake, all right? It, it's not a real movie. It's it like. A game. No. They made Fix-It Felix Jr., they made that game, um. And um, they, they, it's a fake game, but they made it look like an 80s arcade game. It, it's not real. They, the, the movie's fictional in the sense of, like, that game is fake, but they did yeah. include real. It's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit never existed back when, you know, but they had actual, you know, Mickey came out. Uh, because the characters kind of looked familiar. Like, I guess, like, the whole idea of the game when I watched the movie. Yeah. So, I guess that's what I got confused on. But um, Centipede was another one, 1980. It's just, it's funny because our fans are going to be like, are you serious, Renata? You believe that movie was real? Well, you know what? 
I can't be mean to you, people. You can rag on me all you want. <laughs> it's just, it's hilarious that you, I mean, well, here's the thing. The, the, oh, wait, enough said. Okay, we're moving on. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that you, the freedom on, I mean, the, where we could give you that, all right, that's fine. You weren't born in the 80s, but I mean, like, you know, she knows movies, obviously, you know, video games, it's just based on whatever her time frame was in the 90s, and she would learn it. So I guess it's understandable well, to I'll believe. Play, I'll play ones that I did play. Like, all in right. all honesty, even in the 90s, these were available. I remember playing Mrs. Pac-Man. Mrs. Okay, Pac-Man yeah. was they, around. Hell, you could still go somewhere and play that game. Yeah, exactly. Frogger. I played Frogger. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunsmoke, I played. Uh, That's like a baby's toy. <laughs> baby's toy. <laughs> Space Invaders. I played. Well, that was 1978, <laughs> but it was still around. It was like considered like there's all these games and you could pick and choose yeah. like you wanted to play. Yeah. Super Mario World. Uh, there's just so much, and then of course there's Zelda, <laughs> 1986. <laughs> but um, yeah, that is pretty much mostly all the games. So if you remember any of them, let us know. On, because I'm probably gonna post a picture on Instagram. Yeah. And then say like, you know, what was an arcade game that you were most fond of or played? So let us know. And yeah. And please let us know because that's the one thing on the episodes we always ask you guys questions, and we, we seriously want to hear from you guys. Like, post it on our wall. Don't be embarrassed. Talk to us. You know, we want to hear from you. So there you go. There's Renata. A Can't question. Get back. It's like Renata. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Renata's question of the week. What video games did you play? Even if you weren't born in the 80s, but they were released in the 80s, what games did you play? We want to know what you played. And if they're not arcade games, um, you know, uh, it's okay. Like, maybe maybe even let us know what, what you know, systems you played. But arcade is more so, you know, because, like, I loved... Paperboy was great. It was a hard game. I mean, because I was a kid, but I loved that game. And it was cool because with Paperboy, a lot of the... Like, the art game, like, it wasn't a joystick. It was an actual handlebar to a bike. So you were able to play Paperboy like you were riding a bike. I remember that. then, And, like, the buttons where your thumbs would be. So you would press when you would throw the papers and stuff. And, I mean, that game was fun, but it was hard, man. It's, um, also, too, when you talked about Kung Fu, I played... I think my... My game that I played, because I know there was a Kung Fu one, but there was Kung Fu Master. And that's the one where it's like the little Kung Fu guy. It's a side-scroller, and he walks, and there's like weird snakes, pots flying at you. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and you like do little kicks and all that. And you go upstairs, and you're supposed to save the princess. That game, I love that game. Um, the one I do remember playing when I was extremely young, like I was like maybe 84, was I would, uh, um, or maybe 85, I believe, where my 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 dad's mom lived and my grandma yeah. right down the street there was a, a store there was a store right there and they had donkey kong and i remember we would play that all the time we would get quarters and we would play it so donkey kong was like a huge game for me that was really my um my first uh introduction really to like an arcade game. I mean, that game was released the year I was born in 81. And then a few years later, I started playing that game. So, uh, gaming was, I, I was huge into gaming in the eighties. That's why I'm an old school gamer. Uh, I play randomly, whatever current games there are. I own a PS3 and stuff, but I've always been an old school classic gamer. I mean, 
It's like from 80s and 90s. I won't get into the 90s, but 80s is like Nintendo, uh, Sega Master System. I was all about those systems, man. I, I played those all the time. So gaming is... Me. Huh? I was just saying, like, you know, when you're talking about old games and stuff, like, yeah. games that I still play today, even though it was probably... I mean, I don't know when Mortal Kombat came out. 90s. 90s, yeah. Because I remember playing it when I was, like, really, like, maybe when I was seven. Because, like, my older cousins, like, they're your age now, Sanj, and um, they used to let me play all the games and stuff on Nintendo, and was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, 92 was Mortal Kombat. And it was really awesome, and, like, my friend recently, well, not recently, but, like, my friend, when we all went over to his house, he's like, what I got, and everyone was like, Mortal Kombat! (laughs) And everyone, like, was freaking out over it. But he got this new game that's kind of like Mortal Kombat, but it's, like, with all the, um... Um, Marvel characters, like the whole. Ooh, no, wait, Marvel? No, isn't I sure it's it's DC, right? Because Mortal Kombat versus DC, because Batman's in no, it. No, right? no, 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 that's not that's not the game I'm talking about. This is like a new, new game. Oh, are you talking about just uh, Marvel versus Capcom? I think. Right, it's yeah, it's like the Marvel characters. Spider-Man in it has like um, Mega Man's in it, right? He's fighting too. You can pick Mega Man. Yeah, and, and it's it's Marvel versus Capcom. It's in cartoons. So it's almost yeah, yeah. Like a, oh, yeah, like, that's a great. And when game. they fight, they have like little um, like word like 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 pal like like you know like just like old yeah like books like words that like. All right, yeah. we, we get this part really isn't 80s at the moment, but F it. We all played ki- video games as kids, so who cares? We were kids. We all played video games. So at this moment, 88 miles per hour podcast flies into the future of the 90s. We're, we're trapped in a, in a weird time. time uh, An alternate 90s. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're stuck where, where both the 80s and 90s are combined into one era. So... So we're so st- it's a, a time vortex. We're like weird, you know. Like we, you know, we actually the DeLorean crashed into a TARDIS, and <laughs> the you know space time continuum got all weird. So now we're we're gonna talk 80s and 90s. So sorry, yeah. so keep going, Renata. We went to the 90s, went to the 80s, and then we told we told them stuff that we're from the 90s and the 80s, and then we went back to the 80s in a sense, and it's an alternate 1980s. So I mean, because like you're bringing things from different eras, and it's messing everything up. Yes, um, <laughs> but that's enough, I guess, with the video games. Since I mean, we could talk all day on video games. We really could. Yeah. So <laughs> what I, what I just pointed out was just retarded. Is <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna talk all 80s and 90s now, and you're like, all right, well, we're done. I'm like, okay, never mind. We are done. This <laughs> gets out of hand before like me and Sanj start like going. Yeah, I guess off, so. Like who has better video games or like who? Well, I mean, of course, it would be him. He would have better video games and better knowledge on that. I mean. I give credit where credit's due. Well, you know what? We'll be doing a future episode on um, video games then. Uh, we'll get more thorough, especially since uh, it gave me an idea because Wreck-It Ralph is technically a movie that's based from the 80s because it's something that takes place from the 80s. The, the huge popular wave of arcade games from the 80s because even though arcade games kind of really started in the late 70s, what really, you know revolutionized the gaming industry was the 80s and i think wreck it ralph would be a good thing because they do a lot of like references to the arcade world from like yesteryear to current and i think that would probably be one that we could talk about in a future way future episode so we'll be talking gaming i know some of you gamers out there like oh man i want to hear more games but 
actually when I looked at the time I'm like oh no way we need to start moving along so so yeah so it was it, you know that was just a, a little small taste of what we will be talking about later on in the future for a future episode so yeah all right Renat all right so the moment that we all have been waiting for not yet because we're missing choice. my segment nerd what yeah I haven't done my segment Oh, well, do your segment, because you told me to take it away, so I thought it was my chance to take it away. Well, I didn't say take it away. I was just saying, all right, let's, you know, I was just passing it, you know. Oh, well, I heard different things. Yeah. Take it over. <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let's see. So, okay, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our movie that we're going to be talking about uh, I, as I always do, I was like, all right, when the movie was released. So the movie that we're going to be doing, obviously you already know when, if you already downloaded the episode, you can see the image. It was 16 Candles. 16 Candles was released May 4th, 1984. So as always, I go look at what was the number one song of that time? So the number one song, honestly, you, you're going to know the only, the one thing when, when people talk about this song, you'll only remember one actually. <gasps> Excuse me, one lyric. Because anytime you tell somebody to sing this song, they just say one lyric over and, I mean, you know, a, a, almost a phrase, you know. So I'm going to play it for Renaud. Okay. It's Phil Collins with Against All Odds, Take a Look at Me Now. So, yeah, that was, uh, I guess it was from a movie called Against All Odds. That was, uh, so, yeah, so this, he, uh, this song, I guess, was like his, uh, one of the top number one hit, and it was a number one song when this move when 16 Candles was released. And, you know, Phil Collins, this is, uh. I think this is, yeah, this is the second time we've had a Phil Collins song. Like, damn, I'm, um, so far Phil Collins is in the lead with, uh, the most songs. Because the last one, I think, was, a uh, Studio. The, his songs. I, I think like that was, song. like, our first. Tarzan. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did Tarzan, the soundtrack to Tarzan. You know, the guy, he was in Genesis. So, yeah, so there you go. That was the number one song, <laughs> uh, in May 4th, 1984. So, all right, now, Renata, take it away. Are you sure you want to take, are you sure you don't want to take it away? No, go for it, go. Because this this movie was picked by Renata. This was her choice. The final choice of the month was Renata's. That's why next week's is my choice. But it was more <laughs> of a fan suggestion, and I said, "All right." So there you go. This is your moment, Renata. Your time to shine. Go for it. Take this it is away. finally the moment to be excited about. Nah, but like his his thing was to be excited about as well. But um, the movie that we're getting. Oh yeah. So I, nah, I'm just kidding. <gasps> oh my god mean try to cut me off but the movie that we're going to be talking about is of course i think john hughes movie is 16 candles and a quick, <laughs> a quick plot of the movie is it is uh sam's that's in that's molly ringwald's character's um character's name her name is Sam. She turns 16 on the day of her sister's... Actually, it's the day before her sister's wedding, her older sister's wedding. Here she gets all excited. She's like, oh, I'm 16. I'm going to be expected to get all these, you know, 
birthday kisses and hugs and presents and a cake and everything. She walks down her step. Nobody cares. Nobody nobody knows about her birthday. Well, they forgot about her birthday because of all this hype and palooza over her older sister's wedding that's going to happen the following day. So she gets all upset and she goes into school and she pretty much just lets it out to her friend. And the whole idea is that like during her school hours, she's just um, obsessed with this guy, this dreamboat, Jake Ryan. I mean, he never did any other movie besides, I guess, like 16 Candles, anything big, I should say. But he's a gorgeous character and she's just obsessed with him and throughout the entire movie he tries to figure out who she is because i mean i don't want to give away everything but like it's pretty much a game of i guess um uh not i should say like not phone tag that's stupid but i mean like like he tries to find out about her she tries to find about him (laughs) i think that's the best part where like it's not the best part of the movie but that's my favorite one of my favorites is when he calls and the grandma and the grandpa like just you know like every time who's calling you know and they're all freaking out i love when he's like hi is samantha baker there and if so sir may i please talk to her no you may not well if sir can i leave a message he wants to leave a message for sam Give me that phone. Now you listen to me. God did not put me on this earth to deal with some sleazy bag that's trying to go after our granddaughter or something like that. And he's like, it's for our granddaughter's sake that you you stay away now. Goodbye, goodbye, or something like that. And then he's just like, all right, whatever. And then, like, so he... (laughs) The grandparents pretty much think they saved her from, like, this perverted guy. Yeah, they assume. Yeah, because he calls the first time. And... He um, he hangs up right as soon as about the grandfather picks up the phone and he says, "Oh, bite me!" And then like he's like, well, "What do they want? Sex?" <laughs> <laughs> Technically, he so, does, right? Oh, no, he doesn't want that. How do you know? Because does isn't the reason why he only knew that she was interested in him is because of the note he found. No, Remember? I mean, no, right, in, in the beginning of the movie, they say, who would you want to do? Right. Isn't she like, yeah. yeah. And she writes Jake Ryan. Right. Yeah. But then he says, he says to the guy, like he says to his friend at the gym, he says, he's like, why are you going to deal with a software? He's like, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Like how she like looks at me and you know, but then again, I mean, I understand where you're going with that too. But then he, he says later on, he was like, well, he's like, he says, well, I got my girlfriend in the bedroom right now. I could violate her 20 different ways if I wanted to. And then Anthony Michael Hall's character, Farmer Ted, says, well, what are you waiting for? Go do it. He says, he's like, she's beautiful and all that. But, like, you know, I want someone to love, someone to care for, you know. He's like, I mean. Something new, called- something fresh, you know. Some- no, not something new and something fresh. <laughs> that's what i honestly i know what you're talking about but i always believe that that was the only thing he's like wait a minute this girl's down for me all right i'm gonna go check out you know yeah i want love and uh, you know that's really he had any girl he wants in that high school he could have had any girl he wants. yeah but he wants a, a nice 16 year old you know girl <laughs> someone who hasn't you know no one's touched you know because the other girl obviously so he's like all right i want to Start young, you know, because, come on, he's, you know, he's, he wants love from a little 16-year-old. Come on, get out of here. That's what Hollywood's trying to feed us. They're like, all right, what but, gives okay. us the okay? In a view, I was, I was 14 years old, and Joey was 17. He was a senior, and I was a freshman. So 
It could happen. Oh I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, but it, it was because it was kind of was like a sixteen candles moment for me. But I wasn't sixteen, and I wasn't a sophomore, and Joey was a senior. I was a freshman. But um, you just, I guess, you just want different things. Like, I guess he wanted that that idea of just to not feel like he has to impress. Like, yeah. he just wants to settle, not like in a way, settle down, but like. Just he's done with all that, like, being popular thing, I guess. Like, he, he realizes that high school's almost over, and he's not going to be, like, this big Jake Ryan anymore. So what is he going to do? He's going to do the right thing and find a good girl, not a whore, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, so that's pretty much. But um, but the movie is, is a great movie. I mean... Obviously, me and Sanchez say this all the time. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously, obviously. Obviously. Say it again. <laughs> Just say it one more time. Obviously. obviously, you should have seen 16 Candles. But if you haven't, yes. please go watch it. It is John Hughes wrote this specifically for Molly Ringwald. Mm-hmm. He felt like this was a movie just for her. He thinks that, like, you know, because Molly Ringwald to him had this very innocent, quirky, you know, um, I guess fun, you know, girl that just like, I guess like that high school girl that just like is new to everything and wants to try different things, wants to have the awesome boyfriend, you know, who's rich and popular and good looking and, and just all that Mm. good stuff. Well, you know how he actually wrote the story for, for this film? Um, he was, he was actually looking through uh, headshots of actresses and found an image of Molly Ringwald. And he posted that on his wall and would look at that image as he wrote 16 Candles. So he had no he had no, no idea who this girl was or anything. He just knew that she was an actress and wrote the, the script based on looking at an image of Raleigh Ringwald. And then later on when they were going to start casting, they're like, you know what? I want this girl. Let's find her. And they found her because he specifically wrote it for her. Yeah, um, I actually like, that's actually really good because, I mean, I don't know, you think that's a little weird, though? I mean, it gets kind of weird. You got this man, and he's like, oh, here's a picture of a girl, and I keep staring at a picture and write a script. I mean, unless I'm thinking about, yeah, yeah, because Sixteen Candles was the first one, right, from all his, yeah, it was the first one, right? Yeah. And this is based off of a, an actual story that Molly Ringwald had told on uh, it was a breakfast club reunion that they did and she talked about how how it was written for her because they asked her that question and so this is straight from her i'm not just like oh i saw this on wikipedia better better you know no like it's um i mean i'm i'm, I'm just basing it off of what she said <laughs> you know so uh, that that that's the thing i'm on uh, if it's the wrong story then go yell at her don't yell at me all right yeah, I mean, I also have um, 16 things you might not know about 16 Ooh, Candles. This I want to know, because I want to know okay. if I know these 16 things or not. And why is it 16? Why not another number? Because it's called 16 Candles, dummy. Uh, yeah. It's funny. It's a little bit of a cute little... All right, but go actually, for it. the first one was. Uh, Wait, are you going from top to bottom? Is there even a number? It's just yeah, like it's number one, number two. I think I'm going to start from number one. Okay, because there's it's really not, nothing. It's pretty much the it's same. Just all, okay, okay, cool. But the first one was that John Hughes wrote the role for Samantha Baker for Molly Ringwald in The Mind. And after he received a headshot of her, inspired him to write the movie. 
No, there uh, you go. That's, I, that's what I just said. <laughs> I that's what like we were just talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, perfect segue it leads right into it. So, oh, that good job, Renat. I know that was accidental, but it was. It was a great segue. All right, Colt, keep going. Um, the second one was Hughes wrote the film over the weekend. He wrote the whole script over a weekend. Hmm, that's awesome. And there's actually a picture of the script, which is pretty cool. I was taking a sip of water at that point, so that, but I know that sounded horrible. I'm like, mm, that's awesome. Like, I said that all weird, but it's because I was taking a sip of water, so I was trying to swallow the water, and I just found it all, you know. But anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We're mm-hmm. all friends here. <laughs> Yay! The third one is the movie also marked Hughes' directorial debut. So Wait, it was what? his first debut. Like, because it says in the picture, it says written his and directed. first what, though? No, it's just because you said director or something all weird. And then now I'm trying to say it and I can't Well, I'm sorry, my accent, okay? It really, I didn't even think it was your accent. I just thought you said the word wrong. No, it's, it's how you say it. Wait, say it again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I say words weird. Blah. Say it again then. No, I don't want to say it again. Directorial. That's that's how you probably say it. You said doctorator or something. You said like that. <laughs> <laughs> You say it. Directorial. I just said it. Okay. <laughs> but you said Sorry. something else. Go say it. No. <laughs> no, because you're making fun of the way I say it. And that is the show, ladies and gentlemen. 88 miles per hour podcast. This is the way we are. <laughs> By the way, my go. screen's broken, too, so it's very hard for me to say. Yeah, blaming it on your iPhone screen, brr. I mean, I wish I could show you, but then you're going to be like, how did you do that? Um, and I'm going to have to tell the story every time. All right, go for but, it. Keep going, because I want to know if some certain uh, trivia that I have, I wonder if you're going to name it off. So keep going. Where are, what number are we on? So, Say the so numbers. That was, that was three. Okay, go. Okay. Number four. And four is Hughes was so impressed with Anthony Michael Halls' performance in National Lampoon's Vacation, a film that Hughes wrote, that he created the role of Ted the Geek with him in mind. So same thing, like he wrote the film, like, he wrote the character based on Molly's picture, and mm-hmm. then he was so impressed with Anthony Michael Hall's character in National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, he wrote the role Ted. Yeah, and you know who wrote National Lampoon's Vacation? John Hughes. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. And yeah, he didn't, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it, and yeah, that's awesome that he's, he saw this kid, and he's like, he casted him. And it was only because he started working with Hughes, and I think he was doing weird science, is the reason why he wasn't in European vacation. So he was going to be in European vacation for National Lampoon's European vacation, but because he was busy, I believe it was weird science. I could be wrong. Maybe Breakfast Club, but I think it was weird science that he wasn't able to go back and, you know, play his. And then in which it became a joke for all the movies because then they always changed the kids, and I thought that was funny. But anyways, go on. Yeah. (laughs) And then number five is Vigo Mortensen was almost cast as Jake Ryan. Yeah, man. Freaking, what is he playing, Lord of the Rings? I forget his character, but, man, he could have, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The character that did play Jake Ryan, Michael Scoffingling. Mm -hmm. I hope I said that right. I'm not good with names like that. I I, I butcher names. Okay. Was so shy during his audition that he almost lost the role. Mm -hmm. But the film's producer, Michelle Manning, Manning found him so stunning and dreamy that they cast him. Oh, wow. This older woman, the casting director. He's freaking gorgeous. I don't know why he never got another role. Oh, my God. 
And that's why it's that la- it's that final scene in the movie where he's right by the car and he's like he like yeah, he waves is. his hand and she's like you know who me and he's like yeah you that's the movie that you know gets all the girls all like ooh all butterflies in their tummy because they see a <laughs> stupid face all smiling there with his hands in his pocket kind of like with his foot over his other foot like all leaning like in front of his car being like yeah I got money what's up lady <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, Christ. So, Look at it. There you go. See? I'm just staring at his picture right now, ladies and gentlemen. And my God. Oh, but anyway, see, uh, number even, seven. Even someone in today, this guy, she's looking at an image of the guy from back in the 80s and even today. So there you go, ladies. How many of you find, found him dreamy? We have fans that usually leave. Is, is Jake Ryan a dreamy guy? You know, the character. I'm not talking about the actual actor. Don't look him up, like, today or whatever. And we're talking about Jake Ryan. Would you wanted him to sweep you off your feet? You know, be there and say, hey, yeah, you. Would you want that? Yes. Say yes right now. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, number seven, the ages of the cast when the movie was being filmed. Jake Ryan was 23. Holy and, hell. And Anthony and Molly were both 15. Damn. All so right. a 15-year-old kissing a 23-year-old on film. I mean, but, but Molly really did look mature for her age. So.